0: Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today's message, we'd like to talk with you about the true gospel. I want to start in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 9, in the New International Version. It will not be like the covenant I made with the ancestors when I took them by the hand, led them out of Egypt, because they did not remain faithful, Then I turned away from them, declares the Lord. I want you to understand something. When you are faithless, he's faithful. The new covenant is between God and Jesus. You just receive it. See, what we see here is God taking a covenant and saying, you know what, it's not going to be based anymore on man's part of the covenant. It's going to be based on me and the Father's part of the covenant because we don't understand the covenants in the Old Testament because what we see is that God cut a covenant And that God got angry. No, God had to perform his covenant because man didn't keep it. And so God had to do his part regardless of whether man did his part or not. So God said here in Hebrews, I'm going to make a covenant this time that's going to be with me and my son, and it's not going to be about man. Man is just going to receive it. Man is not going to determine whether I'm faithful or not. I'm going to be faithful regardless of what man does. So we see here in Hebrews chapter 7, For he of whom these things are spoken pertaineth to another tribe of which no man gave attendance at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah, of which these Moses spoke nothing concerning the priesthood. Now I want you to understand that all the Levitical priests came out of Levitical priesthood they came out of the tribe of Levi. But when Jesus came along, he came out of the tribe of Judah. So we see something here that is very powerful in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 12, because here's how we can understand that we're no longer under the law, but but that we're under grace. For the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity a change also of the law. So the law had to change because the priesthood had to change. So you and I are no longer under the law anymore. We're under grace. We're not under the 613 commandments of Moses. We're not under the 10 commandments of Moses. We're under the... Grace, God's undeserved favor—that's what we're under now, and we can see this in Hebrews chapter nine, verse sixteen and seventeen. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be a death of the testator. For a testament. Is a force after men are dead. So we got to understand something. You you may have a last will and testament. You may may have a will, and everybody go and reads the will. But the will is no good until the the person that's about the will dies. So Jesus died. Now everything in the new covenant is about me and you. Otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the testator lives. So the new covenant began at Jesus' death. Because the death of Jesus brought a change in priesthood, it also brought a change in the law. And so you and I could no longer be under the law. Now Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 and 5 tells us this. When the fullness of time has come, God sent his son, made of a woman, Made under the law, now he he was made under the law during the time of the law. Now watch this, this is powerful to redeem those who were under the law, that we might be the adoption. Of sons, there's that word adoption. Amen. It means the placing of a son. In other words, He's made us and redeemed us from the purpose of the law. You and I are no longer under the law no more, because we're under God's marvelous grace. So the Ten Commandments is no longer for us. The things that that of the law, Thou shalt not kill, Thou shalt not steal. See, He gave us one new law. In John thirteen thirty four, and that is love one another as I've loved you. Now, if you do those things, that is the royal law. That's the fulfillment of all things, the love, determining how much he loves us. See, this is the true gospel. Now, religion, I want to tell you what you can do, what you can't do, what you ought to do, how you ought to act. Do this, this, and this, and that'll make you right. That'll never make you right. What made you right was Jesus. It was a finished work on the cross that delivered us. Because the Bible said in James chapter 2, verse 10 that whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one part, he is guilty of the whole law. So you can't you can't keep the law because it's impossible. Only one person could fulfill the law. Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law, but I come that the law might be fulfilled. See, what a powerful thing that that law has been fulfilled in Christ. And because of that, the purpose of the law, the law is holy. The law is pure. The law is great. But the thing about it is the law was sent to bring us to a point to realize that we couldn't keep it so that we would seek after Jesus. See, that was the purpose of the law that you and I could not follow the law, could not keep the law, so you and I would be redeemed from the law. Now look at Galatians 3, verse 10. For as many are the works of the law are under the curse, for it's written, Cursed is everyone that continues not in all these things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Now you know that we can't do all those things. And this true gospel has taken us out of the law and moved us over into righteousness. 2 Corinthians five twenty one. Him who knew no law, him who knew no sin, became sin, that you and I might become the righteousness of God. What a great thing that is. John said it in John 1, Behold, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. Now that is a powerful thing. And we're going to talk some in some of our podcasts about this thing of sin because I, want to, I really want to dig in there and, and really get some revelation for you. But I want you to understand today that the true gospel is that you're no longer under the do's and don'ts. You're no longer under you performing. You're under God's marvelous grace. The finished work of the cross has redeemed me and you have all darkness, from all sin, from all the law. You and I have been made pure. When he forgave us, He forgave us for everything we've done, past, present, and in the future. Thank God for the marvelous grace. This is the true gospel. God bless you. Till the next time.